Hello everyone! This is a new week and therefore I am uploading another episode of my podcast. Today's episode is an interview with Diana Vashakitze, who is Georgian, currently lives in Germany, a very creative and cheerful person. I really enjoyed speaking to her. And the topics of this episode will be how is it like to move from Georgia to Germany, some cultural shocks, funny experiences, fitting into the new culture, and many more. I want to thank my guest one more time for coming on the show. I hope you enjoy listening to the episode as much as we enjoyed talking to each other. Let's jump right into it. Let me start, first of all, by thanking you to be joining me today. It's great to be here talking with you. (laughs) Thank you. So one thing I want to start off with is I know that you had to go to Germany for personal reasons and it's always hard to kind of dive into a new culture and I wanted to know how it has been for you. Did you fit in? How does it feel to be living there now? Uh, Well, basically that's a kind of a like long answer because when I came here first, um, like that's when all the COVID stuff started, you know? Mm -hmm. So I left a world without COVID in Georgia. (laughs) And when I moved to Germany, to Berlin, it was already like COVID and everything Mm -hmm. was starting to lock down and it was crazy. And imagine like going to an unknown land and having no one there, but me and my mom, we came together and we did not have our like family here. We did not know anyone here and we could not go back because everything was on lockdown and we couldn't do anything really. So that was kind of like a stressful two months, maybe more. I cried a lot. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure everybody did because it's, it's really hard to be prepared for something like this because you can never be prepared for something like this you know mm-hmm. and yeah so it was kind of weird at first uh, I really missed my family but then like when summer came everything got better <laughs> because everything was starting to open up and I was starting to go out more um, and started to enjoy uh, you know what Berlin has to offer mm-hmm. because I was just you know, stuck at home, doing nothing. Maybe I was just like singing in my room, but like outside, we only went outside when we wanted to take a walk. And even when we would take a walk, we would we would be afraid to like catch coronavirus because, you know, uh, we were freaked out and paranoid, but still it was really hard. But I guess, I guess as time went by and we got used to, you know, having this lifestyle it got better you you actually learn day by day you learn how to live in this covid world so <laughs> yeah that hasn't been easy yeah definitely that was the experience i did not have a like a good a first impression um because you know all the stress was like clouding my judgment and all i wanted to do is to go back home and you know be with my family because they were going through the same thing together Uh, but we me and my mom were going through this thing alone and I really felt lonely and really homesick Um, and it was tough. Is it the first time you left Georgia for kind of a long time? Yeah actually that's the like the weird part of it all because I, I am 26 uh, right now. I turned 26 in March 23rd. Mm-hmm. And until I was 25, I had never traveled or left my country ever. Like I did not know what, what it was like to be on a plane. Mm. <laughs> I did not know what it was like to pack for, you know, going abroad and what to pack. Like it was so scary mm-hmm. for me. And uh, just how you mentioned in your like previous episodes, uh, you were not sure that you would actually go until the last moment. Like, mm-hmm. really, I didn't know. Like, I thought it would be canceled uh, until the very last moment, you know. 
and it was not yeah. <laughs> and it was scary but it was very exciting as well you know it was very exciting to get on a plane to carry a luggage <laughs> to dress up for the <laughs> airport <laughs> basically everything about it was very exciting um, because when we were leaving we did not know that COVID was so big you know and we were happy, you know, we were going to Germany and it would be a very great adventure. Mm -hmm. um, the plane uh, was a different thing for me. It was uh, scary, but also like, you know, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I like traveling by plane. It's like, first of all, I like traveling, but like, yeah. I also don't do it that often. But yeah, being on a plane is pretty exciting. Like, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Also, like um, in Georgia, as you said, it's really hard to travel. Like, I don't know why, but it's, there's like a blockage. <laughs> like you think that it's hard to get out. <laughs> it's like you're stuck, you know. Um, but again, like I miss Georgia every day and I miss the places I used to go. I miss my um, go to cafes, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the restaurants and everything that I would go to. You know, I would bring my laptop and go to Althaus, if you know, and I would go to Althaus mm -hmm. and order some jasmine tea with my laptop. I miss that. <laughs> but yeah, traveling is fun uh, and exploring, you know, that feeling you get when you're exploring new things and you see new streets. It's, it's, it's an amazing feeling, I think. <laughs> Especially, I don't know about you, but I love walking. Like, I really love walking. Mm -hmm. So actually, when I was in Turkey, because that was when I went away for like six months. So when I was in Turkey, I found myself really missing the streets of Georgia. Like I really miss like, oh, I wish I could go to like Marjanishvili <laughs> Street or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, so I understand what <laughs> you're talking fun. about. Yeah. I was thinking of Yeah, this. me and my mom were used to go to Rusavelli Street all the time, like every mm -hmm. day, because it was like something that we did. Yeah. It was fun. And we were going to different restaurants and stuff. And I miss that as well. But here in Berlin, the thing that I like about it is like going outside, walking, and just like getting to the places I've never been before. Um, I think um, first uh, feeling that you get is homesick, but then you actually get used to the streets and everything around you and it's beautiful <laughs> yeah it must be i've never been to germany but it would be nice yeah but uh, you've been to turkey and yeah. Uh, yeah and i'm really sorry to hear that you didn't get to go to london because i really really wanted to go to london as well and i think it would be really for you it would be a stress <laughs> right because of this covid situation oh yeah it was <laughs> yeah we definitely like we already spoke with the, you know, management. We spoke with the people who organized it all. And, like, we knew that, like, I don't remember exact month, but I think, let's say in March, like, we will be preparing mm -hmm. to go. And we're, like, so happy, especially me, because, like, I love London. I wanted to go there since, I don't know, I was, like, 15 years old. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, finally. <laughs> and then the COVID happens. Mm -hmm. And basically, I don't get to do anything. Man, that hit hard. Yeah, it was kind of stressful, this this was, yeah, definitely. Yeah, London really, it's, it's I really want to see it mm -hmm. and explore it. It's rainy and all, but <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of a, like a goal for me to visit London. Yeah, it has its own vibe, you know, even if it's rainy, it's like, you know, mm, yeah. something. <laughs> like, I definitely would like to go, like, have an experience of living there for a couple of months at least or a year you know like maybe it's not eventually going to be my place to stay forever mm -hmm. but I definitely want to take a chance to try like it's one of the countries I would like to live in and like dive into the culture and see how it goes yeah so as for people there did you fit in with the society um well uh, <laughs> i will tell you this i um me and my mom we are really careful mm -hmm. uh, because my mom has a high risk of mm -hmm. uh, for COVID, and um we're just being careful and we don't see anyone really we don't talk to anyone however we do have some people who you know came into our lives without it being our decision you know like um, there's some people who we got to know and they are amazing people mm -hmm. yeah we try to keep the distance for now just because of the covid situation um but yeah we have our neighbors 
Mm-hmm. Um, they sometimes come up and give us uh, like uh, their traditional meals and we sometimes go down and give them our traditional meals and they have a cat which if you know me you know that I'm obsessed with cats like I'm like cat I'm a cat <laughs> you know I'm I'm a living breathing uh, human yeah. cat but this uh, cat does not really stay in one place <laughs> It goes around and around and around the room. <laughs> it's hard to pet the cat. It's hard to cuddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come here and love me, cat. <laughs> it has its own ways of thinking. <laughs> That's why what I love about cats, you know, uh, they are independent and they don't need your love. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. they, they will ask for your love when they want it, but they don't need it. <laughs> they choose when you love them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I love cats too. Also, since again you have some experience living in Germany now, is there something like one thing that you wish Georgia had that Germany has and vice versa? Well, like again, it's very hard because I did not get the experience, like the full experience. I did not explore everything and I've only seen like maybe 5% of the Berlin soul, not Berlin itself, but like the soul that it has, you know. Mm-hmm. clubs the cafes the gyms the swimming pools the ice rinks I want to explore all, all of that uh, but um, what I've seen is something that I really like and something that I really lacked in Tbilisi is that wherever you are like doesn't matter where you are there's al- always a park close to you and it's not a park it's like a forest and mm-hmm. If you want if you want to get some privacy, if you want to just go running and clear your mind, if you just want to grab your guitar and play music, people won't interrupt you because there are places you can go where there are no people actually. Like I think that's really important. Like if you want to clear your mind and you just want to get out, you're going to find some like amazingly looking park. And you know how In Pilisi, there's parks, but they like grow fake flowers and fake trees and fake stuff, you know? Here, everything grows as it should, like nature intended to, you know? <laughs> like everything's messy, everything's like uh, like a jungle, mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> really like, I really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. uh, going for a run in the morning is like the best thing ever for me here, and <laughs> I enjoy it so much. And I clear my mind. It's like a therapy for me. And in Tbilisi, of course, we do have parks, but it's always so crowded. And like you cannot find a place. Have some privacy. Yeah, exactly. In quarantine, that's what, what I enjoy the most. You know, I cannot say that I've been to, um, you know, clubs and, you know, where uh, people my age go to these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember that life anymore. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's what I enjoy the most here and now. <laughs> and I'm writing songs, like, outside. I usually go and take my guitar and write songs, and it's just, like, cool. <laughs> yeah, that must be a great atmosphere for creative thinking. Exactly. It must be great. Uh-huh. Even creating, like, content for maybe YouTube mm-hmm. or, like, uh, social media, you have a place where you're unbothered, like... Mm-hmm beautiful places to visit and like take a video take a photo it's it's gonna be fine like nobody's gonna be like in your face you know mm-hmm, yeah and you're not gonna be shy oh my god there's people and I cannot shoot this photo or a video it's like it's liberating yeah that's great what would you say that you wish you had there that Georgia has well except for family of course yeah well family of course <laughs> Um, I think I miss everything about Georgia, first of all, because like when I came to Berlin, I realized that wherever you have your roots, that's where you're most happy. Like if you have your family there, your friends, the places you used to go to, like everything, those are roots that you have built over the years. And I think that's the most important thing to be happy. But <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, here in uh, Berlin, if you need a doctor, mm-hmm. right, if you need a medical attention, you have to call a doctor maybe one month before or two months before to get an appointment. And if it's an urgency, it doesn't matter. Really? <laughs> you, yeah. 
And it's it's so weird because in Georgia, you call, you get an appointment, maybe maximum in three days, but you actually get the appointment like the same day sometimes. And here, uh, when I first came to Berlin, I went to a therapist because, <laughs> hello, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I went to a therapist and imagine I only had three sessions in three months because like it was so crowded. She had so many appointments that she could not give me an appointment as well. So instead of going there two times a week or maybe mm -hmm. one time a week, I used to go there once a month, which is pretty sad. <laughs> But Uh, yeah, that's what I miss in Georgia, like, because here, I don't know, when I came here, all of a sudden, I, I need medical attention on everything. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's pretty cool to, like, call and get an appointment at the same day or maybe the day after. Yeah. Also, you don't know how it is about posts. We don't, in Georgia, in Tbilisi, we don't use posts mm -hmm. at all. Like, yeah, not just, really. Yeah, not really. And here, <laughs> it's so funny. They use post on everything. Like if you go to a serious organization and they need to send you like serious documents that you need, they will not give it to you. Really? Or even if it's like a really silly document, <laughs> like you want to get your password of your like online banking, you need to get it by post. Even if this person has this in their hands, they're not going to give it to you. They're going to use the post. And I think that that's like such a waste of paper and <laughs> such a waste of time. <laughs> and I will always think about that and feel like, why? <laughs> I don't really get it. But maybe it's also nice to come home and check your post and have something <laughs> in your mailbox. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen it in, in the movies, you know, when people come home <laughs> and open their mailbox. Like, oh, that's a thing. That's an actual thing. I thought that's just for the movies. <laughs> I thought it was all fake. <laughs> CGI. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, <laughs> it's it's weird. <laughs> no, it maybe it's like some kind of privacy safety or something. Yeah, maybe. But imagine like going to a doctor and getting your test results and you actually don't know your results. You don't have it in your hands. They're going to send it by post to the doctor. <laughs> and of course, it's cool to have this document sent to doctor because sh she knows better. Mm -hmm. And if you read this document by yourself, you might get scared and, you know, you, you don't speak doctor because who speaks doctor but doctors, you know. <laughs> it's kind of, I understand it sometimes, but sometimes I think it's just over the top, like exaggeration and waste of time, waste of paper. Also, actually, my next question was some kind of cultural shock that you had there. And I guess this <laughs> falls into that category. Exactly. That's the one. And there's also a, a pretty weird day every week, which is called Sunday. Mm -hmm. And everybody is quiet. And I hate it. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. Because like, sometimes like I want to sing on Sundays and you cannot <laughs> do that. You cannot even wash your car outside on Sunday. But why is it though? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that as well. They have like a peace day, you know, everything's closed. You cannot go to the market. Hmm. If you find like 24-7 markets around, they're usually not in your area or really far away because there are so, so few of them. So everything's closed. Mm -hmm. Nothing's open. Everyone's quiet nobody's in the streets everyone everyone goes to their like vacation home on sundays and that's cool but i don't have a vacation home here so, <laughs> so not cool for you yeah exactly <laughs> you just want to sing and shout at your room <laughs> exactly and when you have inspiration to write a song on sunday what are you gonna do like you know Sometimes I like to write songs in the middle of the night, like I wake up or something and I cannot sleep and mm -hmm. I want to grab my guitar and write a song. I cannot because the walls are so <laughs> thin that everybody's going to like knock on my door. But why is it though? Is it like a COVID related thing no. or it's just a cultural thing that always have been there? I wish it was COVID related because it would have an end, Yeah, <laughs> but it's really not. Um, I think they really uh, like enjoy Sunday. They like have yeah. this tradition that they have to work all week and mm -hmm. have this one day where they can relax. And I kind of understand it, but I'm not used to it. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of weird for me, but I, I will be quiet. It's fine. <laughs> I will keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's weird. I never knew of it, I think. 
Now that you mention it, I try to remember if I knew it, but I don't think I did. Yeah, it was a shock. You know how many times my neighbor came up to me on Sunday and like, I didn't get it first, but they were like, can you keep it down? Can you keep it down? Like every Sunday. Um, like you cannot drill because when we moved here in this house, everything, like there was no furniture, right? And we had to hang everything. We have to place mm -hmm. everything. And so I had to drill stuff. I had to use a hammer and they were like knocking on my door. Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry, but, and also, uh, of course it was in German and uh, I did not understand a word, but they were like, you know, telling me by their hands and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop, like, stop, <laughs> stop annoying us. They're like, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How was it in Turkey? Well, I don't think there was any specific um, restrictions like that or like specific, you know, um, cultural shock. Mm -hmm. Oh, one of the things was that, you know, it's a Muslim country, obviously. So they have this thing, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, every like three hours, I believe, they had the mullah coming and singing their prayer oh, yeah. and yeah <laughs> and they so they have these mosques like pretty much all around the city the country like everywhere so it's pretty mm -hmm. a lot of them yeah. so one of the mosques was very close to the apartment i was staying in and the guy <laughs> every like 6 a.m would start and <laughs> and like at first I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, why the guy sings all the time at 6 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> but later on, first of all, I got used to it. And second of all, you know, I understand that now it's the part of their culture, part of how it works there. So, of course, I was not annoyed anymore. It was okay. Yeah. But I just remember that, like, I was waking up with this song of the mullah. And I was like, hmm, I try to find something that I enjoy in it. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, right? Uh, it just reminded me of the you, you do you watch friends oh yeah no i actually started now recently yeah this this episode um when the uh, like girls and guys switch up the apartment and uh, uh, mm -hmm. rachel is in joey's room and a guy starts to sing <laughs> yeah 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 morning and <laughs> something like this and rachel is like yeah. ah like really really <laughs> mad and th that must be must have been you right <laughs> in turkey like yeah definitely <laughs> it was exactly why are you singing at six o'clock <laughs> <laughs> oh my god by the way about this episode i love the ending when joey actually goes back to the room and he's like oh i miss that guy <laughs> see you tomorrow <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Oh. they like wave at each other like happy <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm really sad that I don't see that guy uh, throughout the show. It was just one time. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring him back. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, this part was kind of okay. After some like time that I got used to it, it was okay. But um, another one thing that I find it pretty funny. So there's a thing in Turkey. As, like I've been in Alani. I haven't been in like Istanbul, so I can't talk about that. I'm, I've been told that it's pretty different. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm talking about Alania. But the thing with Alania, yeah. if a person wants to call someone, instead of saying like, hey, or like specifically a name, maybe you can say, shh. <laughs> and, and the thing is, when you say shh, like 10 people look. You know, like 10 what? people are going to look at you. Yeah, because oh they don't God. know who you're calling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've seen it multiple times when like I try to call like the name the uh -huh. name name the guy <laughs> doesn't look back and then I'm like shh and like everyone in the room looks at me <laughs> oh my god that's that must be so weird so strange yeah, like, what? yeah it was so funny like I, I was even telling them like what is this thing with the shh thing like <laughs> why everyone's looking it's like telling somebody like sh shut up you know sh yeah like they're like shh and everyone's looking like I'm like all right <laughs> and then maybe it's like you know what we have? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, for example, if you say this in, like, Georgia, the pss, pss, okay, like, people close to my look, you know, like, because they don't understand who just pissing at them, okay? Uh -huh. <laughs> but there is just, like, kind of thing. I mean, I even, like, you know, I like trolling people sometimes. Or, like, I like a good joke. So yeah. <laughs> when I came back, you know, in Marjanishvili, now it's more and more they open, like, restaurants, you know, Turkish places and stuff. 
So I told my mom, like, I remember we were walking. I said, let's see how many Turks are on the street right now. So I just said, <laughs> shh. <laughs> and like, whoever turned around, I'm like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> but it was definitely a funny thing that like I never saw anywhere else. That was cool. So that would be something for me in, in Turkey. <laughs> I uh, I was really surprised when I heard you say that you learned Turkish in like maybe two months, right? Um, Or something like that. So I don't remember exactly, but probably it would be like three months, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Well, I wasn't like, wow. you know, great at it. It's not that it became my like native or something, but I could get around. Like <laughs> yeah, I could speak to people. And the thing is that like I brought my uh, mom to Turkey for some like month, I think. So... Before she came, I already stayed there for like four months mm -hmm. or something. And like people were telling me that like, wow, your Turkish is getting better, like good job. But honestly, I didn't find that I actually speak well. Like I was saying like, what are you saying? Like I'm joking. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Because for me, like I have high standards about languages. Like I <laughs> like learning them. Yeah. And like first language was English. And all the others, unless I speak mm -hmm. them at the level of my English, I don't say that I speak them. Okay, I said like, me, I'm learning. So mm -hmm. with Turkish, when my mom came and she like, yeah, I found her like looking at me like this, you know, like if in a shop or somewhere. And then she's like, when did you learn how to speak Turkish? And I was like, so really? Like a person from the outside also thinks that I speak? <laughs> and that's when I actually thought if I actually speak it or not. Yeah, I'm like, am I? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like. Maybe I do. <laughs> Yeah, I would say maybe I was speaking like 60%, maybe 70%. So like not 100, but I was able to speak in shops, so like, cool. you know, negotiate some stuff or like speak with my uh, dance company, you know, like I was more and more able to do that, which was cool because some people in Turkey did not speak English in my crew. And like, you know, it's fun when you like hang out together and you can, you know, share your thoughts or just like have fun. So it's better to speak each other language, of course. So I was happy when I actually got to talk to those people who I wasn't able to talk to before. Yeah. And that's when I also started to kind of think that, okay, now I'm doing all right with it. <laughs> no, you, it was very brave of you to stay alone, like in Turkey. It's like surprising to me because... Like, I, I understand being in, an, like, unknown land mm -hmm. and, like, not knowing anything or anyone or really, like, how to get by. Like, it's 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 a brave thing to do. And <laughs> <laughs> I, applaud, I applaud for you. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. No, it, it was definitely, like, of course, worrying. Um, I wouldn't say it was scary for me at the moment because I would probably not have stayed if I was not sure, you know, at some point. Mm -hmm. But... Um, well, I talk more about this in the other episode, as you know, but um, to sum it up first, I think month, it was pretty cool. I was with Georgian team there, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think second or third month, like two or maybe one month, it was like very bad with them. Like second mm -hmm. month, yeah. It was very bad because like, I honestly, I don't know, they all kind of went wild and like they always were yeah. cussing at each other and like arguing and I was always kind of a neutral one because I was never <laughs> getting involved. And yeah. probably at the end, they all got bored of each other. <laughs> so the all nine people kind of turned on to me and I was like, okay, oh now take your shit <laughs> and just don't touch <laughs> me. Stay in your room. <laughs> Okay, um, I stay in my room. Chill. Yeah, goodbye. So because I, you know, I, I'm not interested in cussing back at people and like, you know, I just say, you know, I erase you from my life. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks for your services. Uh -huh. We don't see each other anymore. Yeah. And so after they left, the contract was basically ended at that point with them. And mm -hmm. I decided like, I didn't feel like, you know, leaving on this bad note. And also I was interacting that one month when we already were in bad relationships with the crew. We weren't really having a lot of shows on our own. So I had a lot of free time. So I was going out to the dance company, like with Turkish guys. And basically I was going to their shows. So I got to mm -hmm. know the people. I got to know more of my boss, you know, his family. And like, I know them now at some point. So yeah. when I decided to stay, I kind of knew where I will be able to do it. So I had the risk, but at that point, the, I knew that these guys are not like 
gonna harass me or something you were kind of insured already like yeah. you knew that you were safe yeah i knew yeah. that like the only risk i have technically is that i spend like extra 50 dollars or right? something yeah. for the bus yeah and i was like yeah. come on it's, it's 50 dollars <laughs> yeah it definitely worth it because and, and it did worth it like i was so happy that i made this decision i had like amazing time with this turkish crew like it was incredible we were living like in the same house you know like friends hanging out all the time like evenings together like it was very nice and I got again to um, bring my mom there, which she always wanted to. So I'm very proud and happy of that moment as well. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, so I, I'm very happy with that moment. But of course, it yeah. was stressful at the end as well. Yeah. So it was very good. You know, it took me like, uh, well, did not take me because I don't speak German mm -hmm. uh, today. Uh, but I've been here for like a year. Mm -hmm. And just because like everything's closed and I cannot actually be a part of the a course a, like a german course and see people talk to mm -hmm. people outside I, i did not learn anything i just know a few words and for me to just mm -hmm. hear that you learned like maybe 60 of uh, turkish language in just like two months is like mind-blowing <laughs> for me because it's just like german for me is like oh my god when is it gonna get in my head <laughs> like I really want to speak German because like mm -hmm. when I go outside and see all these people talking in this language that actually really warmed up to me, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't like it at first. I, I thought it was a strange language and kind of like mm -hmm. rough. But when I came here and saw everyone talking in this language, it kind of warmed mm -hmm. up to me. It, it's, it's, it's a cool language. And I, also have a thing for languages as you said like I really like learning languages and for English I was so passionate it was every everything that I did was in English I was mm -hmm. watching movies in English reading in English talking <laughs> to my Georgian friends in English like I I could not get enough of uh, you know learning this language and Um, I mm -hmm. also speak a little Russian uh, out of just watching TV when mm -hmm. I was a kid, nothing else. And I thought that, yeah, I, I'm a, like, I'm, I'm a person that le learns languages fast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> life had a different plan for me, I guess, <laughs> because I still to this day, I don't speak German and it, it's really heartbreaking for me <laughs> and it's a really big deal. But I guess I will be able to Uh, like enroll in a German course soon, mm -hmm. uh, maybe in the, at the end of the April. So fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also, I think it depends on like the timing of when you learn language, because for me personally, it's really important for my mind to be open for learning. So like if yeah. I'm stressed or if I'm very busy, like it would not go as smooth as otherwise, you know? So I think in your situation, maybe that's what it also gets a little bit Um, more difficult than usually because as yeah. I know like you know you're stressed it's the corona time you're in a foreign land and everything kind of got together you know, I think that's you know I think what actually gives me like a difficulty is that in my mind everything like mm -hmm. everything happens in my mind so quickly like I have a lot of hobbies like I really like doing different stuff like dancing singing taking mm -hmm. videos taking vlogs like in like my mind thinks about stuff so fast like oh I want to paint now oh I want to <laughs> sing now oh I want to dance now I want to do this now and I when people think that oh like she's alone in Berlin and she has nothing to do that's not true <laughs> like like every day I do different stuff because my brain like my creative brain just wants to you know create something mm -hmm. Like when a creative person does not have an outlet, that's like mm -hmm. really stressful. And for me, um, like having this creative side of me, just like do whatever it wants is, is the most important thing. So I guess that's why, like if I had mm -hmm. time, if I didn't sing or maybe dance sometimes or like do all this stuff, paint, and everything maybe I would just like sit down and teach myself uh, to speak German mm -hmm. but uh, yeah it's like busy up here <laughs> you know it's very busy. <laughs> no yeah. that's great 
That's great when it's busy. I mean, first of all, I 100% agree on the outlet that you mentioned, like for creativity, it's for sure. Like I have struggled with this for some time. Like I also talked about the first episode of mine that there was a time when I kind of lost all of my yeah. passions and hobbies. Like I was only working or like only focused on Just this, make you know, material yeah. thing. Uh-huh. And it was so difficult. Like I was feeling like I was about to burst, honestly. So I definitely understand what you're talking about. And this is true. Like, don't put it away or aside to learn something else. No, eventually you're just going to not going to be able to learn because you're going to be hella stressed. And plus, you're not going to be progressing in your hobby. So it probably won't work well. And I understand you because you first liked like acting, right? Mm -hmm. And then like singing and then dancing. And I think like as, as a person, you understand like, as a creative person, you understand how busy it gets up here. And yeah. whenever it does not come out, like it has to come outside. If mm-hmm. it does not come outside, you don't, you don't create something or like anything. Like it, if it does not come out, then you're depressed. Like not depressed, but it's like you feel this emptiness, you know? And yeah. you feel like it's unfair because you want to create something and you kind of don't have that outlet and that's that's the like scariest thing for me you know to Mm -hmm. reach that point where I cannot that's why like when I do my covers or I like create my songs Mm -hmm. honestly all I care about is just to create you know and be happy Mm -hmm. with what I created and if other people for example don't really appreciate it that's kind of fine for me as long as like I really like it and I'm I'm mm-hmm. satisfied with it I'm fine with it and of course it's great when other people appreciate your art or your work um it's amazing but if they don't you have to create something that you're proud of and as long as you do that you're good that's right? great that's exactly right I'm glad that you understand it that that's mm-hmm. what keeps you probably also happy and still being creative because you know, it's it's hard when people look at the reaction and try to continue creating just because of the reaction of some other people mm-hmm. rather than your own satisfaction as a creator. You're not going to be happy when you're working for something else, someone else's yeah. liking. When, when you're working for somebody else's attention, it's not going to turn out. As, as soon as I started to do some uh, covers or like songs that I knew people would like, I was not ha- happy about it, you know? I'd rather do some mm-hmm. song that really means a lot to me and nobody knows than do a song that everybody's like singing yeah. a- every day, each second and get more attention. It's For sure. Yeah. For sure. This is this 100% true and good. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And also... You go too. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> now, about the English though, like in Germany, people, would you say like mainly people know English or like speak English or is it like... Um, when you ask a person here, like, do you speak English? They will, for sure, the answer is going to be a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, then... Most of them, like most doctors do speak English. Mm-hmm. Like actually every doctor speaks English. It's just like when you go to the reception or you go to a store um, or mm-hmm. you call a hotel or like a call center, a, like an organization, mm-hmm. usually they they don't speak uh, English or if they speak English, they're not allowed to or oh. uh, yeah, because some uh, companies, t- some organizations tell their employees to just um, don't speak in English because yeah, hmm. um, it's forbidden. And once I called this organization and it was like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I don't speak German. Can you speak English? And she was like, uh, I'm sorry, we're not allowed to speak English, but she she told me this sentence in like perfect English. <laughs> so this girl spoke perfect English, but she was not allowed to talk mm-hmm. to me. And uh, that was kind of sad. And I'm really mad at myself. I'm not mad at people who don't speak English. Obviously, I'm in Germany. I have to speak the language. I'm really mad at myself and the environment that I uh, created around mm-hmm. me because I don't speak German to this day, that's what I'm mad about. I'm not, like, mad at them. Uh, it's easy to be mad at them, <laughs> so, but, yeah. 
it's my fault i have to speak german i'm here <laughs> you know I, i love that you say like i'm not crazy They, who said i'm crazy i'm not crazy no i'm not crazy <laughs> you think i'm crazy no i'm not crazy <laughs> No, but I turn out to be crazy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand what you're talking about, but like, it's still. I heard like way back, I don't know, maybe ten years ago. I heard from like some friends of mine who also went to Germany, or I don't even remember exactly who. Mm -hmm. But I remember that people were saying that they are kind of sticking to German rather, and like even if they speak English, they would tell you like no, mm -hmm. or like I don't know. But if you say a sentence, like if your opening line is, I'm sorry that I do not speak German, can you please tell me in English? Yeah. Then they say, okay. Yeah, like, I've noticed that as well. Like mm -hmm. I, I thought, I thought it, is it true? Like, or the guy just like exaggerates or something? Because I mean, I don't know. Of course, every culture is oh, different, but like, <laughs> why not? You know, if, if you speak English and you actually want to help yeah. a person, then why don't you speak? And if you don't want to help, then how does it matter if you speak German or not? only matters uh, if you can, like, somehow have a conversation with somebody. It doesn't matter. Like, if I uh, speak, if I don't speak German, for example, right, and you speak English, isn't it better, like, to speak to me than to, like, don't speak to me? Like, we need to have this conversation anyways, mm -hmm. right? Why it's, like, it's making mm -hmm. everything hard. And I've had my fair share of uh, angry people at me, like... Um, calling a call center language? yeah calling a call center and asking like i'm sorry do you speak english and they were like i'm sorry do you speak german like we're wow. in dutchland like i'm sorry but but i understand where they're coming from because it's hard um to be in this situation but also like <laughs> it's kind of weird like don't be angry at me just because i don't mm -hmm. speak your language like every tourist that comes here does not speak German you know and mm -hmm. I I'm battling with myself um like I'm mad at myself more than you're mad at me for not knowing German mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah that's kind of been a hard part a lot of people don't speak uh, English and I uh, coming here I thought like everybody would come on mm -hmm. it's English like every everybody's gonna speak English well no <laughs> that's not true <laughs> maybe they do but we'll never know about it <laughs> and i had not have this con contact with like people my age uh, like maybe mm -hmm. going to parties or stuff like that and i don't know if people my age actually speak uh, like a lot of them speak or not like speak english or not um but the older generation they really don't and the younger like very how how many kids i met like maybe four kids and they spoke spoke perfect english like hmm. yeah it was like pronunciation everything was like <laughs> like who are you like maybe like <laughs> where are you coming from <laughs> seven years old old girl like speaks like perfect english like mm -hmm. um yeah i do speak english like they're like <laughs> what what is going on <laughs> like who who gave you this knowledge like a genius <laughs> when I was that young I really I didn't even know my own language like that <laughs> you're like um yeah yeah <laughs> but they're so cute oh my god people like young people like seven year olds speaking English fluently so cute for me I don't know it's like <laughs> cutest thing ever <laughs> <laughs> there must be a reason like why They prefer to stick to German rather. Like, I kind of understand it too. But, like, being angry, I wouldn't support that because, you know, every person has their own language. And, yeah. you know, you shouldn't be angry because someone speaks some other language. Exactly. I mean, if you go, for example, to school or university or a job and you insist to be speaking your own language, then you're wrong, obviously, because, you know, you're in their industry. Mm -hmm. You should speak the language, yeah. right? But, like, if you just call someone for a service, Like, if you just went there for, like, one week vacation, do you have to learn the whole language beforehand? Yeah, like that's, that's what I don't get. This When is... I came here, like, I called to a hotel to cancel uh, mm -hmm. a reservation, and they do not speak English. I mean, like, you're working in a hotel where you actually don't get that much German people you get. Yeah. Like, yeah, all foreigners. Like, you, like, German people won't go, like... Of course, they go to stay at the German hotels, like in Berlin, but 
a lot of the people that you get in hotels are just people from abroad, right? Yeah, rather. So I, because in Georgia, it's a, like you have to know English if you sp- if you work someplace like that. If you work at a hotel, you have to know English. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in in Georgia, I wish more people spoke English, like in customer service or better English, let's say, because I see that it's mm-hmm. hard to get around in English here. But the thing is that it's not because their intention is to stick to Georgian, but, you know, it's just because they like maybe don't Uh know. And it's not like the main um, thing, the like main requirement of the employer for a person to have. But yeah, yeah, for some reason, I thought that with customer service in Germany, it would be different. Like customer service would be definitely speaking good English and like people wouldn't or something. But like mm-hmm. to hear that customer service is not allowed to, this is like shocking for me. This is cultural shock for yeah. me now. <laughs> yeah, for me too. Yeah, uh, this it is. Was, it's a weird thing every day. I experience it every day. But then again, I don't want to blame yeah. them for doing that because I understand they want people to learn German, and I also wanted to learn German. But yeah, it's if you work at a, like I also worked as a customer service mm-hmm. um, my last job actually was working as a, a customer serve support mm-hmm. so um, in Georgia I was never no yeah in Georgia oh, but yeah. I, I spoke English like it was like um, calls from USA mm-hmm. um, so basically I like I was like very polite to them and never got angry at them it's like it's it's a common sense when you're like a mm-hmm. customer support only thing you can be is calm and never get mad especially mm-hmm. on this little things like when i'm just asking you if you speak this language if you don't speak this language i mm-hmm. understand because it's understandable that you're in germany and um i have to speak to, to you in german but if, i'm just asking you mm-hmm. if you don't speak german fine Oh, sorry, English, it's fine. You don't have to get angry at me for, you know, asking you to try to communicate. Yeah, the idea you. behind <laughs> it, it, even if yeah. it's like, it, it is probably right that people want their language to be, you know, more widely spread. It's a good intention, but I just think it shouldn't be coming from the point of mm-hmm. hatred or negativity or aggression. You know, that's the only thing that I think shouldn't be taking place. But with German, it's it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. German good. Maybe I even like <laughs> yeah. I was thinking if I get a chance to go to Germany like also working or like staying and living. Of course I wouldn't turn it down like I would go. But with the language like it's not it's not the language mm-hmm. that I was initially considering for myself to learn. So I understand like when you said that you felt like it's not the language you want to learn until you got there. But the thing is like I do not like uh-huh. to be in yeah. the like foreign land without speaking the language because I I love to feel you know comfortable that I will be able to get around and like talk to whoever I need to so I think if I go I will try to learn it Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't know I think yeah if if I get there I'll give you a call of course (laughs) and I don't want people to get it get it wrong like when I was coming to Berlin it was a very like a snap decision it was like Mm -hmm. a very quick decision I didn't plan this for years like you know, when people plan for years to move and live there. And also it was not supposed to be for this long. Um, so that's why I did not learn uh, German. If I planned that, I would start learning German mm-hmm. and then move, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's not like I did not learn German on purpose just because I didn't want not to. Not because you don't care. Yeah, just because you didn't have a time. Like I it's not that you plan. had a plan yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that like being angry at this is probably not fair yeah. because different people have different backgrounds and different circumstances, you mm-hmm. know. So, but um, since you like to sing and you're in Germany, also of course now it's kind of difficult with COVID. But mm-hmm. would you like consider maybe participating in some kind of show or you know like this talent show or something? Because in Georgia we're a little short on <laughs> show business, yeah. a lot <laughs> short. <laughs> so since you're in germany maybe would you like to try yourself out there i really thought about it and i applied for a tv show here uh that's called a superstar Mm -hmm. be a superstar something like that um and i had a casting 
The thing is that they told me that you have to speak a little German,、mm-hmm. and also I applied for voice.、Um, it was it was a real really cute interview.、Uh, I really liked it. I didn't get to sing for them. I just had like a little interview, you know, talking about myself and stuff like that, and all the documents that I have. And they told me that you need to speak a little German, but、uh, we're gonna see if it's possible for you. But you have to have like.、Uh, Um, you have to stay here until like March twenty twenty two. That's what the voice said, and、uh, we're we're gonna、mm. get back to you if it's possible for、uh, you to be in this competition, even if you don't speak a little German to understand.、Mm. So I'm still waiting for that.、Um, but yeah, I I don't know.、Uh, the competitions really are not for me, but in Germany I would. Try for sure if they let me, of course. <laughs> if they let me to be a part of the competition without speaking German, and yeah, I would definitely try it out. That's nice. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you should like it's good opportunity. Plus, you're there, and it's definitely more big、mm-hmm. than in our country here. So,、um, good luck with that, anyways. <laughs> if I qualify, <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yes. So. Um, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Okay. Well, thank you for having me, and I wish you a great day. And yeah, take care. Thank <laughs> you, and wish you progress with German <laughs> to get comfortable. And hopefully, this Corona situation also gonna get better, so you get to experience more of the Berlin while you're there. Thank you. It was nice speaking to you. <laughs> you too. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. Hope you liked it. Let me know if you have any specific topics that you would like me to discuss in another episode.、Uh, you can do it by leaving a review in Apple Podcast by going all the way down to the bottom of the page, and you will see the review poll as well as the rating stars. Also, you are always welcome to send me a DM on Instagram, which is also linked in my bio. As always, hope this podcast makes your bad day a good day and a good day a little better. See you next week, and hope you're having a great day. Farewell. <laughs>